This is uh, Ink Studs on CITR 101.9 FM. My guest today is uh, Melky Duff, and uh, you're from Scotland. You're in Edinburgh. Did I get That's it? right, yeah. yeah. And uh, someone suggested checking out your comics, because um, I'm always looking for new folks to talk to and read, because I like comics. And there's something really interesting I found in your work. Um, kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, John Hankovich and that kind of working within the same uh, narrative style. Maybe this really like stripped down dark basic loneliness almost. Okay. I don't know if that's a good analogy or not. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I was really fascinated. I really loved the work. Um, so I want to know more about you. So maybe uh, tell me a bit about what your draw is to comics, what you get out of comics. Um, I think I think initially when uh, it was always something that I I was very scared of doing. I thought you know I think the first few sort of comics I read in my teens certainly were more kind of you know that kind of complex kind of drawing and and you know I, I suppose I was sort of you know getting frightened by people like Simon Bisley and. And stuff like that, and I, I think I still am frightened by that stuff in, in a big way, and and uh, and so it took me a wee while to sort of, you know, kind of get to grips with. I, mean, I suppose it was when I started reading more fantagraphic stuff, and Peter Bag and Robert Crumb, and you know maybe a bit of Dan Clowes as well. Um, I sort of started getting into that whole eighties sort of more punky kind of DIY stuff, and. Um, and I think that, and also I was reading a, a comic book back here called Toxic, which was like a sort of comp, like compilation anthology type thing that came out every month. And actually, like a lot of those drawings, I mean, it had stuff like martial law in it, like um, Kevin O'Neill. And, I mean, I love I love Kevin O'Neill stuff. Um, but I think, like looking back on it, a lot of that stuff was quite DIY in a way as well. And um, I think maybe that sort of gave me a bit more of a push to actually do it myself. And so um, I didn't actually start drawing comics till I was about, I think, like 18, 17 or 18. Um, but I've always been a, a drawer. So, um, but I, ju- I just liked, I, I think all in all, I just liked the way you read a story in a comic. Um, and uh, and that's what kind of got me going with it. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Did you go to art school? No, I, I went to. I did go to college. I did a couple of years illustration at college, but I mean, I didn't. I, I didn't really get a lot out for that. Certainly for comics, anyway, because I was told to not do them. So <laughs> um, that didn't really work out so well. So I mean, I did all my comics outside of college. I mean, really, I was. Um, I don't know, painting polar bears and. I don't know, just stuff that <laughs> didn't really didn't really make sort of a big connection with what I ended up doing. But um, so yeah, I'd, I don't really think back on that time as sort of really. But th- then again, maybe it was maybe it was useful in that sense. It sort of I, I think maybe because I I had my own sort of momentum to try and get them made. Mm-hmm. I just got on with it um, and just did the you know framing pictures and stuff at college. I guess it kind of you know reminded yourself or reinvigorated the fact that if you want to do comics you know I guess you're going to do them regardless of what the uh, expectations are I think so yeah 
I think I mean I think as well no one was really I didn't have a lot of friends that were reading comics either when I was younger so I mean it it was really sort of quite a a lone pursuit anyway so um so yeah I don't think it made a lot of difference that when I went to college I was you know being told not to do them I mean maybe it was you know a bit of a, a natural kind of thing to do it anyway um yeah I find it interesting because um, your work has a very kind of artistic aspect in that I kind of feel like it's beyond a straight narrative you're telling. Like it's a lot more emotive maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, which I can kind of see coming out of the art school experience, but it seems like that didn't really lend itself to your storytelling. No. Not really. <laughs> um, I mean, I think certainly like emotive. I mean, yeah, I I tend to go on instinct and and you know as much as I can. And I think uh, certainly with comics, I think I suppose the emotive part is sometimes difficult because I feel like my my drawing is the most emotive thing I could do, and uh, and I think you know it's to actually find a way of of translating that. Uh, feeling into my comics and and when I'm doing that it's much more structured kind of way so it's almost feeling um you know it's it's manipulated in a in a certain way and I obviously want to try and eliminate as much manipulation as possible so I think I've I've been trying to sort of balance that kind of thing of being very immediate with my ideas and immediate with the way that I draw and I think it's taken me a while to get that through into my comics as much as it would in my drawings, because mm-hmm. um, I mean the f- the first couple of drawings that I did when I was you know that that I really remember that had a big effect on me was two drawings where it was it was very much about it was two members of my family that were ill and uh, and I immediately uh, I found out about one of them and I immediately went I was in school and I went over to a um, an easel and I started painting an ambulance and then my gran had a bleeding nose one time and, and I immediately drew her with a bleeding nose and it was almost like I was sort of trying to get these kind of emotions out and it was a very immediate drawing and I think I'm always sort of trying to go back to find that again and I, I think I don't, I've not really thought about that so much apart from maybe in the last couple of years when I've I've talked a bit, a bit more about my drawing and um, and I think that is kind of what I'm, what I'm going for is to try and sort of find that immediate uh, connection it's, it is interesting that you're looking at the immediate connection because I look at your work and I find it to be very um, there's a lot of work going into it mm-hmm. if that makes sense like mm-hmm. you look at um, like the uh, heroic mosh of Mary's son and you have the I don't know how many pages of uh, is it a faucet it's actually it's actually the mosh it's, it's um, Mary's son moshing oh okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, but sixteen pages. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very like um, a lot of work went into this like repetitive pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you feel immediacy within that repetition? Well, I think like I mean that that's the other uh, probably the, the major thing in that I, I concentrate my comics is the pacing of it, and um, and I sort of want to suggest the pace to the book mm-hmm. but um, you know I, I think for me like one of the things I love about comics as opposed to other 
uh, maybe visual art forms like film or animation is that it never has a, a time limit on it and you can always go back to that and everyone's going to read this at, you know, their, at their own time but I think you know although I'd, and I'd, I don't want to again I don't want to sort of discard that completely but I like I like the idea of sort of suggesting you know maybe if, if someone's going to read this you know just flick through those pages there's still going to be a time lapse in that where they're going to have to you know take all those pages in and um, so I mean that that's maybe more part of yeah the construction of it and uh, but I think you know hopefully you know the emotive part of that is, is more about the story and about the, the characters that are in it it's um time was, was something I definitely noticed with your work where you are playing with the pacing and are breaking it down um, and it's interesting because you'll have some works like the uh, 52 second silence for uh, Topsy mm-hmm. which is 52 pages um, and kind of pushes through this image just rapidly changing is that kind of expected for someone just to flip through it and pound through it and well, I mean, that's the thing. People have said to me that it's like a flick book. And I mean, I, I, well, you know, if people want to read it that way, that's up to them. But I mean, I, I don't really like that so much. I mean, it's kind of, it, it is intended as a 52 pages that, you know, are, are one after the other. And, and you know, you, that's the way I would suggest reading it. But I mean, the whole idea behind that comic is about, you know, that uh, this film electrocuting an elephant. And it was, I kind of tribute to Topsy, and I hadn't actually seen the film, but I read a description of it, and I saw an image from the film, and um, I decided to sort of again, this was a very immediate thing. It was something that I, I, I felt like I, you know, immediately I wanted to do something, um, you know, some I, I had certain feelings. I mean, it was one of the most kind of disturbing things I'd ever heard, and. Uh, so I, j- I just immediately wanted to draw it, and so I, th- I thought the best way to do that would be just to draw the elephant over and over again. Um, and then it sort of came up, as I was doing this, it sort of came up with this idea that, you know, the, the, I heard the film wasn't actually quite a minute long, so I started thinking about, you know, the elephant wasn't even given a si- you know a minute silence. So it sort of related to that, and then I thought each page was important. So, I mean, there's you know, there's blank pages in there as well. Um, and yeah, so I mean that that was like I suppose that's quite a good example of mixing those two things where I've constructed something, but I'm actually, you know, it, it, it was actually a very immediate idea that I had, and and I mean I worked on it very quickly as well. I mean I just sort of, you know, I I decided I was going to draw the same image over and over again, but sort of you know abstract it and change it slightly. So it was it was really sort of you know. Every, every drawing I felt I was sort of feeling something different about it well what was the film like I don't know the story of Topsy it's a um, it was a, a Thomas Edison film it was, it was this thing oh, where um, okay. I think it's like ni- 1903 it was made and this elephant Topsy in Coney Island uh, trampled to death or keeper and um, so they decided, or I guess Edison decided to execute the elephant publicly and so make a big show of it. And uh, they constructed this whole kind of uh, podium and, and made clogs that had electrodes in it. And um, and 1,500 people turned up to see it. And, uh, and so they executed the elephant and made, made the film um, at the same time. So 
so that that was all in the description that I read, and and that was kind of enough for me to uh, be pretty disturbed by it and and uh, draw. That is pretty disturbing. Definitely mm. would not be able to happen now. I hope not. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Maybe not. other <laughs> depends on uh, how the the future goes. Hmm. When your young days are over, 
there'll be someone sharing their time with you. is uh, you have a lot of characters going through kind of like a Sisyphusian kind of struggle like where they're always... A what struggle, sorry? Like, you know, uh, the, the Greek myth of Sisyphus who would constantly be pushing the rock uphill and roll backwards and oh, okay. keep pushing it up and kind of never get the rock to the top of the hill. Right, I haven't read that actually, but okay. It's, it's like futility, like, okay, you know, you keep trying. And you have a couple of stories that kind of remind that one of the uh, the fellow painting the bridge, right, and the other one of the kind of weird orange creature guy walking, walking up the hill or falling off the side of the hill. Oh yeah, it's just ketchup that one. Yeah, it's just ketchup. He's tomato. He's covered in tomatoes. Tomato. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I thought they were oranges. I don't want to give too much away here. Yeah, no. Maybe it's a good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do you kind of is that something that you kind of see like some futility or is it something that that is in your work do you kind of express a certain frustration futility or is it just something I'm noticing and um, out of my ass <laughs> I mean repetition I think again like I, I don't know maybe futility I'm not sure I think these are these are things that maybe um, people would be able to tell tell me about me maybe <laughs> but um i think um i mean certainly like I, I i i was talking about this the other day that like i really like repetition and, and repetitive kind of uh things to do you know and and mm-hmm. i don't like necessarily re- repetitive music but i really like sort of stuffing envelopes or something like I, I did that for a job and i had no problems doing this i really enjoyed it and i actually think like it's good practice for some of the stuff I've ended up drawing I mean certainly the mosh sort of 16 page thing I mean although it's kind of like when I sit down and think to myself right I'm going to have to draw this now you know I don't know what it's like 12 times 6 you know like 112 times or something um, that's horrible I mean that's a horrible moment um, to think I'm I'm going to do that but actually sort of um, I, th- I think there's something in me that just wants to do that um, and I don't know I don't know what it is. Certain masochism? People have said <laughs> that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, again, it's sort of, you know, I, I, I mean, a few people have said that to me when I tell them what I'm about to do. And, and you know, they're right. I mean, it is, it's maybe a bit stupid sometimes, but it, but it's what I'm going for, I guess. I mean, it's, again, that pacing thing. And, um, yeah... I don't know. I'll keep doing it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, you were mentioning earlier you do illustration work. How does that correspond to your comics? Is it kind of working within the similar vein, but trying to capture everything within one image, or...? Um, I mean, when I, when I do illustration work, I mean, certainly, like, I'll do... I do drawings for my friend who runs a record label, um... And I do posters for him for Giant Tank, and uh, you know I've I've done a few. I mean I've done bits and bobs here and there, but I don't do 
illustration work as such. I mean, I, you know, I, I do it for people that I like or people I know and, and things things I like. But um, but I mean, certainly most of the illustration stuff I do, and, and I would just say drawings really. I mean, because it tends to be just sort of single drawings. Um, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it. I guess it. It's all. It's definitely all related. And again, I I think just we were talking before about maybe that construction of a a story. I mean, I think I like to try and say something in, in my drawings as well. But maybe it's it's just a little bit more immediate than than the comics. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, it all seems very connected to me. But I think again, I maybe have to get someone else to tell me what it is. But <laughs> I, I think. I think you know certainly visually. I think you know my, I've got certain style that I use. Um, I mean, I've just been doing a, a residency in a hospital on a um, on elderly wards, and uh, and you know all those drawings were sort of, of patients and staff and 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 the wards themselves, and um, and I think people sort of see maybe I, I you know I like to draw kind of skin and. Uh, you know, I'm sort of attracted to the maybe sort of more like imperfections. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah. But <laughs> I guess that, I mean maybe that's the the connection. But I think there's there's definitely I, f- I feel like everything that I do is kind of all almost like all working towards one thing, really. What is that ultimately? I'll find <laughs> out one day, won't I? <laughs> maybe I won't. I don't know, but. I th- I mean I do think you know it's it's definitely all connected. Tell me about the alternative comic scene in Scotland because I have no clue mm. if there is one. What it's like there? Well, I was hoping you might have a clue because I I don't really have a clue. <laughs> um, I d- I mean I don't really know many cartoonists in Scotland. I mean there is there is a few around. I think if you have moved to London. Um, Mm-hmm. I think if you've moved elsewhere and and you know there's I I don't know I mean there was I don't know it's, it sounds very vague I mean there was someone trying something the other day but uh <laughs> they were putting on a show or something or or they were doing readings and um but I I mean I wouldn't I don't really know if I've seen I mean I I sort of really just work alone and I think you know it's, it's sometimes I've not really got. Uh, I I don't really feel part of um, a lot of a lot of uh, sort of comic communities that are, that are around certainly mm-hmm. in Britain, um, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing or a good thing. I I, I just it it just becomes sort of one of those things where you just get on with your own stuff, and and I and I think it's that thing with scenes. I mean, scenes can be helpful, and they can also be a real hindrance you know mm-hmm. um but at the moment i mean in scotland i mean i think people are quite sort of they're, they're doing their own thing and there are people doing it but i guess there's sort of more there's the mainstream stuff maybe more in glasgow yeah with uh, people working with superman and stuff but um yeah that's I, not I don't your really scene know. <laughs> not massively no no, no. <laughs> i do uh i have a friend and i think he's in dublin and apparently there's a bit of a an alternative scene there but Mm-hmm. That's not very close to where you are. Not really, no. <laughs> no, afraid not. I can write them a letter. <laughs> there you go. Um, tell me about your a bit about your process um, in creating repetition. Um, okay. Is it overlay? 
Or just um, kind of eyeball it? I just, well, I just draw everything, uh, pencil, pen, um, and, I mean, I'll just kind of measure things with a pencil. Um, I mean, I, again, this is another thing. I try and keep it sort of, you know, is is not not too uh, clinical. So I think you know if I was using rulers all the time. I mean, I do use rulers, but you know when I'm actually drawing figures or um, you know faces or people in general or, or objects, I guess I try not to do that. I mean, um, and I, well, I, I don't actually do that for for those things. I mean, I'll do it for sort of I guess buildings or things like that. But I mean, I tend to be just really measure it with with a pencil in my eye. And I think that's the thing. Once once you do these things over and over again, you actually get all right at it, you mm-hmm. know. Um, it's just a shame you'll never use it again, <laughs> but, but, you know, you, but I think you do start getting quite... Uh, you, you get quite good at measuring things with your eye anyway so after, you, after you draw them a hundred-odd times. Um, so, yeah, just, just really very straightforward. I mean, again, like, I think it comes from not really having sort of... Um, many people sort of saying to me, you know, how 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 to draw it, and I'm always kind of amazed that, like, I was actually reading a thing about Peter Bag. I think it was last year, something. It was a, a big interview with them, and they were talking about his process that he goes through, and um, and I just really, I mean, you know, it, it, that, it, I love I love his stuff, and I love what he what he comes out with it, but um, I couldn't believe how long a process he it's he takes pretty over. intense. Yeah, I've, uh, he's talked a bit about it with me where it's like now it's in a weird point where a lot of it just happens in Photoshop Okay, which I don't know how I feel about that but that's mm-hmm. another long diatribe um, but yeah no he's I mean he's also top of his field in a way too mm-hmm. so I guess that's what you gotta do to get there <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> no, it's it, it's interesting because there are different schools of kind of how you do comics work, and I do think Pete comes from a certain time, from a certain training, going mm. to the SVA um, with who he did at that time, because um, you don't really see him as part of that scene with Mark Newgarden and all those guys. But I mean, he mm. went to the SVA as well. I don't. I think he was there before those other guys, but still, that kind of show you how much work some puts into their work of kind mm-hmm. of where they get into it and what their training comes from. Yeah. So, that's just a, me talking out of my ass, though. I may be completely off and stuff, but who knows? I love Pete. He's great. Yeah. Uh, I've noticed a lot of uh, use of symbolism in your work, or kind of. Not necessarily symbolism, but like, you know, something that says it's a table, that's a table, like mm. words to represent images. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm curious of that decision, uh, considering you're a pretty fine renderer. Mm. Um, well, I, I think... I suppose it's sort of like I, I, I like the idea of simplifying things to that degree, and I, I think for a long, long time, I mean, um, I love I, I, I love I mean the thing I suppose communication is really 
I can't say it, but I think, <laughs> I think the for me communication and comic. I mean, that's what comics is all about to me. I think it's a great way of communicating, and um, so I, that was a way of sort of communicating very directly. And then I, and then I sort of liked I liked the abstraction of it, and um, I just started drawing that way. I mean, I I'm not sure exactly where it came from. I've got I've got a couple of ideas, but I'm not totally sure. But um, but yeah, I just started doing these kind of box drawings, and uh, and I started thinking about the overlaps of them and what happens when you overlap these these drawings. So if you take a table and you overlap it with a spilt tea or something, and maybe the drip off the table, and where all these little boxes are coming from, and and what happens when those lines are crossed, um, all these things started sort of taking on different meanings. And I actually found that what was happening was that actually by sim- almost simplifying these things, and I don't mean that in a, a patronising way at all, I mean, I'd, I'd, just by taking these lines and making them very straightforward, I was actually making the drawing sort of more complex in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just liked, I, I liked the way that was going, and so I've, I've used it. But I think also like the collision of the two things, I think taking um, sort of these different, maybe they're different styles, or maybe it's just different, different images but I liked the way they were sort of colliding with each other well it's interesting like um, because in a way I, I see what you're saying by make it more complex because when you kind of say what should be there within the image you kind of put into your head deciding what the image will look like mm-hmm. as well or like putting that ownership within the reader to kind of create the image for themselves yeah well, I think as well. The, the, I mean, the big thing about the is is not sort of actually replacing it, but it's actually that is the image. So it's like if I put a, a you know a square with a table written on it. I mean, that's that's the drawing of the table. So that's the way I'm kind of looking at it. Mm-hmm. Um, another interesting thing I find is your use of uh, camera angles. Um, oh yeah. Where you do you do you know what I mean by that when I say? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, because I mean, you really, for the most most of the time, kind of avoid doing a straight on. You like to kind of within the image, kind of play and rotate around it. I find. Mm. I mean, I th- I think that just comes from uh, making it interesting for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I think. People, people would say about my work that it was experimental, or, or I might be an experimental cartoonist, and I don't think about it like that at all. I mean, I think um, that puts me in a sort of scientific point or something. <laughs> and I, I'm not. I don't want to be there. I, I'm, what, what I'm really just wanting to do is explore it. Um, but you know, by again that sort of immediate kind of how I feel about it, what I want to do with it. And uh, so I'd, I'm not sort of doing these things to be in any necessarily in any way purposefully, uh, purposely a certain way. I, th- I think like if I, if I do a drawing um, and maybe it's at a, a certain angle, that's just the way that I, I like to look at it or maybe I'm going to get something more from it or maybe, again, there's some, you know, there's something more in the drawing from putting it at that certain angle. I'd, I don't think it's necessarily like a really um, sort of a, a big decision I'm making on it. I think it's just how I sort of like it at the time. I mean, today I've been drawing 
a darts player's shoes and I'm sort of, you know, looking at his shoes and looking at his trousers and but I'm looking down at them. So I mean it it gives it this whole different kinda uh, you know, it's like a different object almost. And and I like I do like that, but I think it's not something I would necessarily do on purpose just to be be putting it a certain way. I guess you're finding it's interesting because you're finding the smaller parts, the interesting little idiosyncrasies to kind of within it an object or within an image mm-hmm. and kind of highlighting that maybe yeah I think that's fair yeah I mean I, I do like um, I, again I do sort of I think a lot of my comics are quite um, they might just be a little scene or something you know or, or um, and I, I'm sort of like going into maybe the details in that that point in time so I mean it might not sort of cover a lot of space it, it, maybe some people might not see that as, as being um, you know, having a lot in it, but to me, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of looking at all these different things and um, in a very sort of, yeah, maybe a little little period of time. Maybe we should kind of let people know some of the comics that you do have out. The one um, we referred to a bunch was the Heroic Mosh of Mary's Son. Um, and you self-publish all your old, all your stuff, I'm presuming. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, Another one, uh, the blackest gnome, um, is that one's really? I guess that that's got some very experimental aspects to it. The the midway segue, I guess. If that's a good. Which bit was that again? Huh? <laughs> Which bit was that again? Um, just where you're going from the stage show into the space, into the image. Into okay. The, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's interesting breakdown, um, kind of pulling within the image and going deeper. I don't know. I, I can't really describe it very well. You did a good job. <laughs> I remember it now. <laughs> um, what are some of your other comics folks can check out? The 50 second or 52 second silence for poor little Topsy. Oh, yeah. Dreadful. Um, another one is the uh, I don't even know what it's called the blue one, two stories. Oh, two stories. Um, it's a big long title. Two, two st- it's called two stories, back to back to the future two and the entertainer and the student and the man with the purple face. There we go. Um, and that that was, I actually really 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 like the uh, beginning part with the uh, the finger. Right, where he uh, kind of pushing and finger and kind of seeing the skin pull and stretch. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Where you like to see how skin pulls and moves? Mm-hmm. It's I, I just really liked it. It was a nice use of the thank you of the of the ink. So, um, I think I'm done here. Okay, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I guess your website is uh, missingtwin.co.uk. No, it's actually um, missingtwin.net. Dot net. Okay. Yeah. I'm wrong. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not fired. Um, thank you so much, Melky. Okay, no, and, thank you. And uh, do you have any other new comics coming out in the next while? or? I've just released a new one today, actually. That's good timing, isn't it? <laughs> there um, we go. Called The Caddy. And um, that's... I, I'll actually give you my... Shall I give you my email address for that? 
Uh, it's not on my it's not on my website or or maybe you can look at my website when it is actually on it. Yeah, let's because it should be on soon. I don't know, maybe in the next couple of weeks or something. Okay, but, well, yeah, people can check out the website and Great. go back later to check it out. There we go. Okay, thank Brilliant. you so much. Okay, cheers, man.